1: I've seen that video seven hundred times because I masturbated to it twenty hundred
0: times. She goes, "You know, I used to fuck him, right?" And I was like, "No." Can you attest? Does he do all of that, coconut oil and everything? And she goes, "Yeah, every time." Oh my god, I'm gonna die right now. He he does not come until you come. Wow, I thought I was
1: obsessed before, and now I'm gonna like be stalking him outside his house. <laughs>
0: Guys, I'm Bella Benson. Welcome to another episode of Too Tired To Be Crazy. Today, my guest is, I think you may have heard of her before. She is known as Sophia Franklin, and um, we just did her podcast. Hi, guys. I'm Sophia Franklin. And you have a new podcast. What is it called? Sophia with an F, because I'm so yeah. creative yeah so you guys definitely have to check out both of the episodes they're both out today and we just did her podcast and actually as we were ending her podcast she I don't know if we should just dive in because I have so many questions but she mentioned something about her doing reverse cowgirl and then she was like that's for another time so what about reverse cowgirl so
1: first of all reverse cowgirl I can't do it and like I have a sex podcast but like the amount of Energy and you have to be fit to be able to do that position. A and B, I've just realized as I've gotten older, there's so many positions that look hot on porn, and then doing them, it's not fucking fun. Reverse cowgirl for me, that's not getting me off, or it's not fun for me personally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We were talking on your podcast, how I said, like, I used to be more of a pick me girl where I would watch porn and I would figure out like the positions, how to look sexy to the guy when I'm doing them. And so it was never, it was me so focused on like trying to like suck in my stomach or putting out my ass. So it was never me getting, um, to come and, uh, none of the guys I dated seemed to mind that either. Um, (laughs) but yeah, being on top in general, I feel like It's I can only do it for, like, two minutes before I'm, like, exhausted. Me too. But I have, I will say, I have came from sex
1: in two positions, missionary and then me being on top, and, like, that's it. Those are the only two. How do you come from being on top? I rub my clit, like, on their pelvic bone. How have you come during sex, or have you never?
0: (laughs) No, I just, like, I just invite in all my vibrators. Okay, so with a toy. Yeah, but I wish, like, I wish I knew, I feel like, and I've talked about it before, that I feel like it's ruined when you masturbate too much or use vibrators too much. It can ruin sex in general for you. Like, because the, the sensation, like, I can only now orgasm from a vibrator versus, like, a finger or myself. Like, yeah. Okay, so
1: that's very interesting to me because I just, part of me does believe that and part of me doesn't. Is it is it just when you're using it, like... Con- like consistently constantly do you get what i'm saying because i use a vibrator and i can still come well i just
0: don't understand well, okay so you're just rubbing yourself on the guy's pelvic so in my brain i'm just like thinking of all like the the wetness and the lube just like there has to be a shit ton
1: or else it hurts i've also heard that if men have pubic hair it makes it easier too oh,
2: really? the sensation
1: on the clit yeah so I have come that way and then I've come missionary. But I get the toy thing. Coming from sex is so fucking hard. How do you come missionary? I mean it's like a re- it's I've never told this story. It was the first orgasm I ever had during sex. I think I was, oh my gosh, 22, I was probably like 22. I had only came from oral and you know fingering and stuff like that. And I was fucking this older guy. Um, I've had him on my podcast. Sorry, guys. I just took a sip of water. And it was our third round. This guy could just go, 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 go. And it was our third round. And I wasn't even thinking that that would happen because I've never experienced it. He was on top of me, missionary. And then I felt like it was about to happen and then it fucking happened and I was shook. Like I was laying there and he was like, are you okay?
0: And I was like, oh, I am more than okay. Like, he was like, are you okay? I've never seen a woman orgasm before. Are you having a seizure? What is that? But I, but I was shocked. Men are so lost when they see a woman come. Are you okay? Should I call the doctor?
1: happening? They're like, wait, your vagina tensed up and like your whole body shook. Like, I think you're having a seizure. It's like, no, it's a fucking orgasm. Thank you. But it was it was like a magical moment. Wait, was it from inside your hole then? So this is what it was. And you can look this up. It's called the cat position. Coital. It stands for coital alignment technique. Guys, I'm a sex educator, by the way. Just kidding. I'm not at all. But I looked it up right after because I was so shocked. And the girl is obviously on her back. The guy is on top of you. But he's um, more up on your body. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm looking
0: at images on Google.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Just type it into Wikipedia, explains the whole thing. So it's like your clit is still being rubbed
0: against his pelvic bone. And your legs are down, you're not lifting your legs up. What? You're not putting your legs up, your legs are laying down. Being flat out. And he's not doing
1: the in and out, he's rubbing up and down. Same with when I came from being on top, I wasn't like bouncing up and down like cheerleader. I was rubbing, you know, scooting in a chair. Wow. Oh my god, I want to try that. I think you should. But I mean it it came out of nowhere. It really did. I thought I would never well, that moving. Moving. It. Moving it up and down.
2: <laughs>
0: Wait. Was it moving? Yeah, he's like. Sorry you guys, I'm showing our images on Google from the, the the cat position. The cat position
1: and no one talks about it. Well, you did. So Ever I'm heard gonna... someone talk about that? No. I've never even talked about it on my own show, so. Okay, so that,
0: okay, that's really cool. Okay, but anyway, I didn't fully get to introduce Sophia. So Sophia, podcaster, internet personality, who rose to fame as a blogger from Barstool Sports and as a co-host of the massive successful podcast, Call Her Daddy. Everyone that's fell in love with Call Her Daddy, um, it's probably the OG, number one, number one best podcast out there when it was a duo. Yes, definitely threw shade without meaning to throw shade. (laughs) No, I think it's still doing well, kind of. But like it's known for having these two fun girls who talk about their sex experiences. I mean, it blew up like Mm -hmm. no podcast was as big as as Call Her Daddy, except maybe Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, I feel like everyone knew you too. And I thought it was really cool. So you come from Call Her Daddy, then you guys had a breakup. So you started your own and it's Sophia with an F. And then, um, yeah, you took your talents solo. And in October, you launched your new podcast and you cover everything from sex, dating and relationships. And obviously, I just went on your podcast. So you have amazing guests. (laughs) (laughs) What a fucking
1: intro. You just like gave them a bio. Yes. Thank you so much for that.
0: Um, And I'm so excited to be on your podcast. Yeah, I'm excited for you to come on. I feel like, yeah, people always DM me asking for us to collab. Always, always, always. So it like needed to happen. So thank you. I'm excited. So Sophia, people, it's quarantine. So it's not like people can really leave their house. I feel like so many people are on dating apps just trying to talk to somebody. So what do you think the biggest do's and don'ts are on dating apps? Ooh. I mean, for men or for women, because it's very
1: different. Interesting. What are the don'ts for men? Don't take too many selfies. I mean, the fishing picture, the picture where they're holding the fish, which is like half the men on dating apps. You know what I'm talking about? You don't know what I'm talking about. Go on Tinder right now and I will literally do a bet with you, you will see at least 10 men holding a fishing pole or a fish that they just caught. I got
0: banned from Tinder, so I can't.
1: (laughs) Why? I'll tell you in your podcast. Okay, good. Okay, perfect. Oh my god, I'm fucking excited. I feel like you'd have to do some really wild shit. Yeah. Did you have too many fishing pictures? Yeah, close. (laughs) I'm excited. Um, The don'ts for men, I, the fishing picture, number one. I've seen that so much on every fucking app. We don't care if you caught a fish and we don't care how big the fish was. Um, The selfies, this is going to sound fucked up, but I have to be brutally honest. Don't post a bunch of pictures with your guy friends that are way hotter than you. Thank you. Always post pictures with your friends that are uglier than you. A hundred percent, actually. Yes, because you just look better and you don't and you don't want the girl to be looking and she's kind of like thinks she's into you. And then she sees, you know, your best friend and he's a 10. And then it just makes you look like you're a
0: five, even if you're a nine. Oh. Especially if they start with the group photo and then you're just like, you see the cutest one and then they continue group photos. So you're like, oh, that guy's my dude. And then the last picture is finally the guy who you match with and he's the uglier friend. then you're like, oh shit. Oh my God, the order of the photos, especially. Yes,
1: Yes. It matters. Too, I mean, I could go on for an hour. Like, do you want me to keep going? Yeah, what else? Too many shirtless pictures. Yeah. I don't know if... um you've been on the dating app Raya. that's yeah. to be on and the amount of dudes with the shirtless pics and stuff because there's a lot of models on there i don't want, i don't want to date a guy that's vain a and i maybe it's just getting older it's just not as important to me if a guy has a six pack same i like i'm okay with the dad bod me too 100%
0: yeah, I think it's like it's like big dick, nice abs. That's the guy you want to fuck. And then you have like a story to tell, you, not your grandkids, never mind. To tell your friends. <laughs> and then it's like the guy you marry, it's like he has a boyfriend dick and he has maybe a dad bob, but he has a great job. He has a 401k. Like that's the guy I you want I've never heard with. of boyfriend dick, and I'm obsessed. Did you come up with that? I don't think I came up with it, but I've been saying it forever. It's like there's the The sex dick and then there's the boyfriend dick. Boyfriend dick is the guy you marry.
1: Right. Like it might be on a little bit on the smaller side, like, but who cares?
0: Average or smaller, but he makes you happy because he holds you a night and he has 401k and he wants to have kids with you and he's not gonna ghost you and you're not getting yeast infections from fucking him every single night, unlike a big dick, because you're gonna get yeast infections and UTIs because you're gonna go dry there and he's ugh. I can't the whole thing. Yes. So I feel like the
1: shirtless pics yes, I'm not into the The second I hear a guy is an actor or model, I'm not Uh, interested at all. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle.
2: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: Okay, my producer wanted me to ask this. I don't know, I think, I don't know what he's going through in his sex life, but he wrote this a question he told me to ask you. Would mm-hmm. you ever have sex with someone while a cock watched? C-U-C-K watched? Oh, cuck holding? Is, Is that, that what you mean? That means you're watching your partner have
1: sex? That's usually when your partner is watching you fuck someone. And it's usually you're fucking a guy and your boyfriend's watching you fuck him.
0: That sounds hot in theory, but would you ever do that? Um...
1: Ooh, that's a tough one. I dated a guy who was super into this. And I never actually did it. I mean, I did stuff that was like... We did like threesomes and stuff. But... I, you know what? I don't, now that I'm looking for a guy that is going to be my forever person, hopefully, I mean, marriage, I only think should last like seven to 10 years. I'm a little bit of a skeptic. And then die. Yeah. Yes. And then exactly. Cause I'm only going 80 years old or above. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't do it just because I think I don't want my husband to have memories of me fucking another dude. Yeah. But if I was Younger and like a fun relationship. Yeah.
0: Yeah, guys are like, oh, I've been with like 300 girls, and girls are like, oh, one time I uh, I uh, let a guy buy me dinner, and he's like, yo, you know what, I, you can't wife up a hoe, sorry. Yeah. But I'm yeah, like, guys, they're like, why
1: was he buying you dinner? Because he was expecting sex, which makes you a slut, so you're a slut buy.
0: Yeah. It's like guys expect you, they want you to be a virgin, but they also want you to be super good in bed and like know how to suck dick, but you better have never sucked anyone else's dick. Don't do too much porn. You better not masturbate because you should only want to have sex with me. Like masturbate is a sin. Have anal, but be clean down there. (laughs) Right. But bleach. I mean, it depends on the guy. I feel like guys that I've been dating are more progressive. No, I'm totally kidding. Obviously, I think most guys are progressive now, like where we are in life. Like, first of Mm -hmm. all, most girls lie about how many men they've been with. Like, Mm -hmm. I think as you should. I feel like I should. I feel like I I want to lie. But sometimes I feel like I date friends. So then I'm like, oh, oh, and they already know. Yeah. It's just like, can't really hide him. Like,
1: right. But you just shouldn't be judged on your number. And it shouldn't really be a topic of conversation. I agree.
0: But I'm, I like it when I like when a guy that I'm dating, like even my future husband, like, I like the fact that he's been around, like, I actually like it. Like it turns me on. Do Do you not like it? No, I like it. I mean, you know,
1: like if he used to be a fuck boy, sometimes like that makes it more difficult for me to trust him in the relationship but yes, I don't want a guy who has no idea what he's doing. I want a guy that's actually yeah. experienced. Yeah.
0: Like I want the guy to already have like his gangbangs, his threesomes, his foursomes, whatever it is. Like, I don't care what you did. Actually. Like, I actually want to know about it. Cause it turns me on. So then yeah. I like, want it out of your system and now you're okay with just eating me out every single night for the rest of our that, life. Right. And that is his husband material. He got it out of his system and he, yes. And he totally. for eight to 10 years because he's so like his jaw ends up get, getting locked and beating me out every night for eight years. And that's how he dies. Yes. <laughs> he can't even move his jaw at one point.
1: Just, that was so sexy. That, that visual. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree though. Okay.
0: Um, okay. Would you rather date a tall guy with no money or a short guy who's loaded? Um, I just I have to be honest short with money
1: and it's it's honestly more so that I just can't date someone that has no ambition whatsoever and is okay with being broke.
0: I agree like I need a guy that's like really passionate about his job because I'm really passionate about I'm passionate about everything I do from my job to the men that I'm doing like I'm passionate like, so yes. I need just to be, like, even when I talk to somebody, like me talking to you, I'm
1: passionate. Very, extremely. Oh. Yes. So I was a short guy bank account, and um, I was raised by a single mom. Oh. And when you say, oh, I think it's so sweet. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the men she has dated or uh, married since then, my mom was always the breadwinner, which is great. But I've seen it kind of be an issue sometimes as well. There ha- you guys have to be on the same level at least. I think so.
0: Exactly. Yeah. That's what has to be more than looks. But like, I love this though, as I'm, we're getting older, like all these jokes, the guys thought that they should quote unquote, feel insecure about like having like, if you don't have a big dick, girls are not going to fuck you. If you're not, if you're not over 6'2", like I'm not even noticing you. And now they're finding out it's actually not true. Like we... Right. I love a guy that's sure. I don't
1: care oh, but for girls that are older I feel like when I was younger it was all about like hot you know that was the only thing I cared about
0: yeah immature yeah. some girls yeah. mature yeah now you're just like okay I want a man that has the same goals as me and like for me like I never go for guys based on looks like it's more about like their personality how we click and then if they have the same drive as me yep yeah
1: 100 percent. so you would agree with that you would say
0: short guy yeah my dad is one and shorter than my mom okay so you're that's what you're into I thought you like what's my dad I don't know if I'm into like men just like my dad I feel like that's like a completely different type of daddy issues yes uh,
1: but you no know, you can admit it just say it <laughs> I don't want to say it <laughs> No, I understand. So you agree with me, though. It's the short guy bank account.
0: Yeah, like, uh, but not. but I hate the whole stigma with, like, oh, you're a gold digger. Like, I'm sorry, because I want a guy to have a job and have a car, I'm a gold digger. Okay, go off. I know. It's like, it's so, And and even if you date a
1: guy that is five to 10 years older, gold digger. It's like- oh my-
0: Even if you make your own money, you're still a golder. Yes, exactly. It's like, please get the fuck out. Yeah, I like I am looking for a man that's older than me. Like, I think five to 10, 12 years. I don't care. Like, I like that. And it's sexy because I can finally feel like a little like I I feel like a lot of times I want to be the baby. And then sometimes I date guys who are younger than me. So then I feel like I'm their mother. So now I do want older men. I i've like only dated older so you can act up yeah so i can sometimes be like i don't want to do this and then i guess
1: you oh my god it's our daddy issues like we kind of want a little bit of a daddy we do oh my god i want a dad (laughs) we kind of do if you really think about it because i'm the same way i'm like i need someone to babysit me not the other way around
0: yeah, I think that's what deeply I've always yearned for. And I just never admitted that, I guess, until right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. OK, so that is what I'm looking for. My dad. Yeah, I
1: have never admitted it publicly, but I guess here we are, both of us. But yeah, I agree. I want to date someone a little bit older.
0: Yeah. What are your thoughts on fucking on a first date? 100% fine. You think, OK, what are the pros I, and cons of fucking on a first date? So I think that...
1: You know, I mean, I understand the reason why girls wouldn't want to. Because I teach girls not to do it. You do. That's why I'm
0: like, I wanted to hear a different opinion.
1: Okay, we're about to have a different opinion. Let's go. I've had two very serious relationships that started from not a one-night stand, but the second date we fucked.
0: Okay, but that's still the second date. So, okay, we're strictly
1: talking about one-night stands. Excuse me. One of my boyfriends was a one night stand and I dated him for four years.
0: 21, 22. Okay. What? 21, No one's looking to get married. So I feel like when you're younger and you fuck on the first day or you fuck from a one night stand and that's your boyfriend. That's because guys have no problem with commitment when they're young because they're like, it's not I'm not marrying the girl. When you're older, if you haven't noticed, that's when men are the most scared of commitment because then when you're older, if you have commitment and a boyfriend, that can lead to marriage. And that's why guys suddenly are more... Like, if you notice, it's harder to commit when you're older with men than it is when you're younger. Okay,
1: so I... And this is... We should have like a reoccurring segment because I completely disagree with that. That's so crazy. (laughs) I like 100%. I think that men as they get older are then starting to like kind of look for that and they're kind of like looking for the girl that they'll like settle down with and when they're younger they're like I want to fuck 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 until I have to like be in that headspace to get married etc that's always how I've thought about it but I see I do see what you're saying
0: I see what you're saying too and like I love the fact that we have different opinions because that is one thing that Like I've told girls that if you do want to fuck on a first date, like that's your prerogative. I don't agree with it because I just don't feel like everyone deserves your body and your energy and all that. And it actually is an exchange of energy. When like a man enters you, he's putting his energy inside of you. So if he's a bad person or you don't really know him that well, you're literally allowing him to give you his energy and then he takes away your energy. So like I don't fully love that I feel like that's why you should figure out first and plus like some of us like me I get digmatized see and I I think that's something to point out
1: because what if you just as a woman you feel like fucking should
0: you not fuck because yeah you should fuck I think it depends where you're looking for but I think when you're older uh, yeah again I guess it depends because for me I can get I can get blurry in my brain after fucking a guy so then I won't be able to vet anymore in my head if he's right for me because I'm just trying to figure out how it can be his girlfriend now because he was inside of me for three seconds and then ejaculated if he all made night, you come if he made me come like that's it I'm in love I'm like <laughs> <move in. laughs> but if there was no orgasm like
1: we you can you could be saved we could yeah, pull you I'm out of it
0: I'm saved I've been saved so far because luckily none of them ever make me come the first time <laughs> so I'm I'm safe there Okay,
1: that I agree with. I've never come on a first hookup, sex-wise. Yes. I have before by oral. But, I mean, back to your question. I think that women, I kind of do believe in playing the game. You know, the game. We all know what it is. To, like, get the guy to like you and, like, you want to seem like you are not super available or accessible, blah, blah, blah. But I also think there's a lot of power in being a woman and being like, I want to fuck. It's our first date, but that's what I feel like doing. So let's do it. And, you know, we'll go from there. And I think, you know, instead of being in your head about how do I get this guy to respect me and blah, blah, blah. Like, fuck him. Yeah. If you have sex with him, like, do it.
0: But that's the thing. So when I've talked about on my podcast on so my uh, dumb bitch boot camp, which I'm, I've changed the name now to bad bitch boot camp, is that it's not even about getting the guy to respect you it like it so if i'm not fucking a guy on a first date it's not because i'm like oh he won't respect me i don't give a fuck what he thinks it's It's because you're scared to get like a connection yeah i'm respecting myself enough that i don't even know if you deserve my body like oh you took me out for one meal you think i'm gonna suck your dick like bro i don't know you like that like i need to see that you want and this is this is what when i talk about it's for older women who are looking to settle down. So like, I'm still trying to figure out if you're like a good match for me and I don't need to, to get all confused because you have a really nice dick and you're going to make me... Like, I don't need that. Like, I don't even know if you deserve my body yet. So I'm respecting myself to say no because I need to, to get to know you first. That's my Yeah, I, I can you.
1: see both ways, 100%. So you're, um, you saying that you're against it is more so... There is a transfer of energy. Sex is just intimate by nature. People can pretend that it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, excuse me. And that can just fuck with a girl's head.
0: Yes. And then imagine you fuck the guy. You guys did not discuss boundaries, anything. And then suddenly you see him adding new girls on Instagram. I don't care how much you enjoyed the sex. Your human being is going to make you feel like shit. If you notice it's telling not like you're like, why am I not the only girl in your head? Well, that's because, babe, you I, like you, you guys didn't discuss anything. So as much as you want to act like you were just having fun, like it's still going to feel like shit if he doesn't call you a day or two later versus if you never fucked him, if he didn't call you a day or two later in your brain, you know, oh, we weren't even a match. But if you fucked him, it's going to be in your ego that you're going to be like, well, I would not even like him. But why wouldn't he call me? I just fucked him.
1: So, okay, so when do you think it's appropriate to fuck him? Like when he's made a clear commitment?
0: I think it doesn't matter when you guys decide to have sex. Like, I don't have like a rule of like, wait, two months, wait, three months. It's not about that. I think I think as you get older, those questions you don't want to discuss of like, what what are we going to do? Where are we? Because you're supposed to play hard to get. I think it's important. You can still play hard to get. And still be open about the fact you're looking for something serious. You, I, it's just like, I just don't know if it's with you, but I am trying to figure it out. So I think when the guy tells you everything you want to hear and shows it to you also with his actions, then like, yeah. Oh, so you were, you're not going to be fucking anyone else. Like, like, yeah. Like, or he's already in love with you. Then you, yeah. Then you give him your petunia. <laughs> petunia.
1: I guess my only, you know, disagreement with that, and I think it's good that we disagree is I think whether it's on the first date or it's on the tenth date, and you know, he was just waiting to like get inside that pussy, and on the tenth date, he disappears. Yeah. It's the same shit.
0: You know what Exactly. I- That's why I don't tell girls to wait like two months, three months. It's not about that. It has to do with the communication. Like you have to actually oh, okay. get.
1: Which you can't do on a first date. It's like you have to give it.
0: Yeah. And obviously first date is different. If you guys have been best friends forever and then you finally fuck. Like my sister and her boyfriend, her husband. So stupid. Uh She has two kids with. They fucked on the first date, but they were best friends for five years. So when they got it. So they had the friendship. They had They had the emotional connection. Right. Right. So like, but if they didn't have the emotional, like he was a player before her. So if Mm -hmm. he slept with a girl. He would kind of get over her. That's sometimes how guys are. Guys are hunters. Like as much as people want to say, I don't want to play games, all that, like a guy would kind of, he already got kind of, and yeah, women can get whatever they want to. It just depends what you're looking for. You can fuck on a first date, but you should hold off. You should try to hold off if you're looking for something serious with that person. I disagree,
1: but I completely see your point of view. I
0: do. Again, I think it's yes. good to disagree. No, I love the word disagreeing. Cause like, I think it's good because there's probably a lot of listeners out there that disagree with me or they feel like it makes them feel shame if they didn't do what I told them to do. And I don't want them to feel shame because again, like there's people you think differently and it works for you, but maybe for right. me and girls like me who do get emotionally attached and yeah. it gets blurry mm-hmm. in their head. So for me, I prefer to not like, I need to have a clear yeah. mind.
1: Yes. And I, and I totally get that too. I do wow we just did like a whole fucking session right there
0: i love that okay so speaking too. of like sex and all that stuff one thing call her daddy is super popular for that mm-hmm. you guys invented is and i recently got a glock but that's a gun to protect myself in <laughs> my house but you guys have something called the glock glock 9000 uh-huh so can you can you elaborate what is that
1: So the Gluck Gluck 9000, it is a blowjob. It is, you know, deep throw, super sloppy, super aggressive, two hands combination. It's pretty much a super aggressive, sloppy blowjob. And it really was not created by either of us. It was created by Milf Hunter, who now his name is Ghost Rider, if you guys go listen to my new podcast, you'll hear all about him. I do an episode with him. Um, he's really the one
0: that came up with that. Right. Sorry, I was just trying to be nice and give you guys credit. <laughs> You're like, I know you guys weren't smart enough to do that. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I knew you had the ghostwriter. I just didn't want to be rude. But go on. Right. So so that was really him. And,
1: you know, if you think about it, it, it wasn't anything revolutionary to do a sloppy blow job. It was the marketing behind it that made it so huge because it became huge. Yeah. I uh, from personal experience, I, this is like actually like kind of recently, I was giving a blowjob and I was doing the glug glug. you know.
0: And you're like, as you were doing it, you're like, I just want you to know I didn't invent this. Like, I just wanted to know in and not invent this. He's like, it's okay. I just keep sucking my dick. I don't mind.
1: I'm like, I want to be completely honest while I'm down here. He's like, get the fuck out. You're... Actually, he would never tell me to get out. He'd be like, let me finish and then leave. Um, I was doing that. And this guy said, wait, can you stop? Like, can you stop doing like what you're doing? Can you like relax? Because I was going like hard and sloppy and whatever. And he wanted me to do the complete opposite. And it was just very interesting to me. Like, it really depends on the guy. You know what I mean? Not one blow job is for everybody.
0: Did that hurt my feelings? <laughs> I feel like if I give head, like I need the guy. Like, I actually recently did give head. Um, as I'm telling okay. girls, don't have sex. And I'm like, so I suck dick uh, the other day. <laughs> I don't love admitting that. <laughs> so I did recently give head. And one thing that bothers me the most, and I talked about it with Francesca, is that I I hate when you're just like, I like love getting hearing good job. Like it's just, I need to know I'm doing amazing. Like you're doing amazing, sweetie. Like so you pat my clap. head. So I'm like giving him head and I, he's not even like moaning or really anything. And then I can't even tell if I'm doing good job. Like I hate when guys- I hate stumble. that shit. But if someone was like, stop, I'll be like, I'm leaving, oh, you would no, obviously in my head, I would just be really i no, I did, I was like, wait, what
1: the fuck, but then you know, I was like adult enough to understand like one blow job is not gonna work for everybody, yeah. So, we were known for, you know, the gluck gluck. And then I tried on a guy and he's like, please fucking stop. And I'm like, and you're like, oh. wait, you don't
0: wait. You don't understand. Let me play you this episode. It's it's like, you know, the pocket collar. Let me play. It's called the Glock Gluck 9000. You're going to love it. Look, let me play it to you. And he's like, please stop.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I did this. He's like, everyone knows you didn't. I'm like, no, I did. <laughs> um, OK, yeah. So I did literally the opposite. What's not awesome. aggressive, not sloppy. Like, every guy is different. What does that even mean to use two hands? What if his dick is not big enough? Then you just do, like, fingers. Or you just do one hand. Maybe
0: you were doing two hands and it was, like, bigger than his own dick. And he was like, No,
1: I don't think that was it. I think it was just, like, that uh, porn performance thing that we were talking about. Porn is ruining regular sex i'm not gonna lie yeah i'm like choking and like slobbering and he's like okay bitch please
0: what was his dick kind of small no oh because maybe you're choking on a small penis he was like we both know you're lying (laughs) that's similar
1: to when girls are like oh my god it's so big do not say that if it's not big because he knows he has to live with it yes like (laughs) You're just, you're pointing it out. Like, just don't talk about the size.
0: I agree. Okay. So like, I guess the Glock Glock 9,000. Great. So apparently you didn't come up with it, whatever. But, but then do you have advice then for guys on how to give, how to eat pussy? Oh my
1: God. I could go on for an hour. (laughs) Tips for men on how to eat pussy. Yes. I have 700. So I'm trying to think of like where to start. The most important thing is do not spread her legs and start eating her pussy. She needs foreplay. She needs you to, you know what I personally love? And I feel like a lot of girls do is him, uh, playing with your vagina over your underwear love that love it's like this teasing thing and i swear to god the longer you tease her without actually like tongue on the clit action that's when she's going to have an orgasm way easier
0: like this that is my favorite thing actually when a guy teases me without actually like starting to go there exactly and
1: i and i think a lot of women need that so that would be tip number 1 um don't go straight for the clit again with your mouth. Go around it. Be- well, they probably are going to go around it because they can't figure out where the clit is. I know, right? Oh, I'm kidding. They're like by the butthole. But luckily for me, every... Actually, no. You know, what's, you know what's interesting is I've had guys that are really good and they're touching my clit, but I want them to go farther below the clit. Does that make any sense? In the middle between your hole and your clit? Kind of. Like I want that whole area to be stimulated. Yeah. And they're more focused on the top and I want it below. Yeah, that does make sense. It sounds like my clit is this big. (laughs) I like they have to travel around. (laughs) But um, I mean, those are like two major things. I also think starting even with your tongue. Soft, slow, and then ramping it up. Yes. I mean, do you want me to keep going? Like the finger action. Did you look? Did you watch the video I sent you, Jay Alvarez? I mean, I've seen that video seven hundred times because I masturbated to it twenty hundred times. That's not even a number.
0: That video was hot. Did you think it was hot? It was so hot that I screen recorded it before anyone takes it down so I can have it on my phone and save it. That's I sent it to you and I sent it to my producer and he literally did not even realize why I sent it to him. And he was just like, you send them like a regular text. So I was like, well, I'm going to talk about the pockets. So, so you can have, it. Okay, why
1: was it hot? Can you tell me why you found it hot? It was a music video. It didn't even come
0: off as a sex tape. It was a full on sexy music video. And then there's like the mean girl background song. And then the, the, the coconut oil and i i showed it to my roommate francesca and i'm like frankie watch this video she goes yes i've I've seen it he showed it to me and and i was like okay but like that's crazy she goes you know i used to fuck it right and i was like no and i was like can you attest does he do all of that in general oh my god i'm gonna die right now and she goes oh no he fucks just like that (gasps) and i was like coconut oil and everything and she goes yeah every time did she say it was good? Yeah. She says like, he does not, he, want, he, he does not come until you come. I love guys like that. I do too. Wow.
1: I thought I was obsessed before and now
0: I'm going to like be stalking him outside his house. Yeah. I've matched with him before and Raya and he's like hit me up before because he loves Russian girls. And I was like, that guy's I'm, like, he has such small dick energy. I didn't care for him. I take it back. <laughs> right. <laughs> What a
1: beautiful penis he has. Holy shit.
0: Yeah. My favorite scene
1: is when he's eating the girl out, fingering her at the same time and like looks sideways at
0: the camera. And I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause I watched her so many times that literally <laughs> I, like, I, I, I saw the image in my brain right now. And I love him when the camera goes on, like, on his face and his mouth is just, like, literally on the pussy. But that's what it is. Oh, my God. We're both
1: sweating. We're both, like, fixing our shit. Can I go pee? Yeah. It's going to take me 30 seconds.
0: Hey, guys. I think we're doing amazing. I think we're doing amazing. Hey, guys, it's Violetta with a V again. Uh, Taking over for Sophia. Let's talk about something we haven't talked about. Oh, you guys... I have been thinking of bleaching my asshole. And I know what you're thinking. Why? No one's looking that asshole. I know, but it's for me. Like, I think as long as you do things for you, that's all that matters. So, yeah, I haven't been thinking of bleaching my asshole. First, I was doing research. Is it safe to bleach your asshole? Not really, actually. And it goes away after a couple of months. It's almost not worth it. But I have decided that to do it. So, yesterday, I bought the cream and it's coming in a few days. And not only what? You, 100 you you missed out what I was talking about.
1: Oh my god, I'm excited to listen back. Did you take over?
0: Yeah, I talked take about bleaching me. my asshole. So not you me. missed okay. out. No, but I'm thinking about it. So that's what I was talking about. Oh, have you ever bleached your asshole? I have not. I
1: want to so badly. I was in New York and I was calling all of these like waxing places and like spas, and they all pretty much hung up on me,
0: and I could not find a place that does it. I literally did the same thing, and people thought I was pranking them, and because they were like, "You want to bleach your?" I was like, "No, you bleached my asshole for me." And they're like, "Ma'am, this like, are you trying to be funny?" And I was like, "No, okay, thank you." Like, wh- bleaching your asshole is a thing. Should we start a place? No, because apparently the places we were calling they sell the creams. I didn't realize why they were so confused. They sell the creams, and you put it on yourself. Because I was like, "No, I don't want to do it myself. Can you come and do it for me?" And oh, say, oh, you
1: okay. It's a cream. I thought they like literally like put bleach on it. Like you're getting your hair done
0: at the hairstylist. Yeah. So apparently there's bleaching, you do it yourself or there's asshole like lasering. But like, mm-hmm. honestly, after seeing the Jay Alvarez, like, um, Smart. sex video, music video, like mm-hmm. that girl has such a perfect petunia. I was just like, okay, that's what inspired me. Yes. But it takes like, okay. So I d- ended up buying like a bleach cream yesterday. But then I found out that you have to put it on in the morning, then at night, and then you have to scrub your butthole like really well before you put it on. It's like, I don't know if I have the emotional capacity to go through all that. Wait,
1: (laughs) emotional capacity for how long do you like, how long does
0: it take for your butthole to actually get bleached for like a few weeks? And then it only lasts for a few months and then you have to redo it. And there's like a lot of negative effects too. So like not worth it. Yeah, I still have it. So I'm thinking of doing it, but it's just like, okay, I'm sorry, you guys, like whoever's the next guy. I'm sorry. You're just going to have to be okay with licking my brown butthole because <laughs> I you can go through like, how dare you have a brown one? Also, is it bleaching it pink or what the fuck? Just making it lighter? It pink or lighter. Yeah. Okay. Question. Aside from my brown butthole, mm-hmm. what other way is the best way to kill a boner?
1: I think the brown belt hole takes the cake. (laughs) Obviously, any mention of you telling the guy you like him in any way, shape, or form, this is actually going to be an interesting one, calling him daddy. And I know that girls have heard the opposite, and that guys think that's the hottest thing. I was having a conversation with my guy friends the other day, and they said if they're fucking a girl... And um, it's like one of the first few times they've hooked up, and the girl is screaming, "Oh my god, daddy! Yes, daddy!" The entire time he was like, "Kills my boner. I hate it."
0: The uh, more you know, so don't call him daddy. No, <laughs> no, nope, I got it. We just <laughs> so no. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, okay. So don't tell him you love him. Mm -hmm. you guys are married like you know try to take it slow (laughs) yes literally wait
1: till marriage don't even tell him you like him and then don't call him daddy yeah (laughs) that's my advice okay I love that and or my brown butthole (laughs) or the brown butthole like try to keep the butthole like under wraps don't show him that
0: yet okay so have you ever dealt with a guy that has a fetish like a foot fetish I mean, I don't know too much
1: about it. I did um, date a guy briefly that was into it. And he just wanted, he loved sucking on my toes, A. And he did ask for a foot job. And I did do it for, I don't know, 30 seconds. And then I just like couldn't do it anymore. I was yeah. like, I can't take this seriously. I feel like a monkey,
0: like with my feet together doing this. I actually never heard of foot job until recently. These guys were trying to brag to me about some girls that they've been with. They've given them a foot job. And I was like, in my head, I'm just like, it just sounds like you don't have a great, like, I was like, what? I don't get it. And then That's I Googled huge it. huge thing. Right? That just seems exhausting. How do you even figure out, like, how to put, like, to keep your feet there? I don't know.
1: I mean, how many DMs do you get of men asking for pictures of your feet? A lot. A lot. I don't really get it either, but I mean, I'm not I'm not shaming it, but I don't understand the allure.
0: Have you ever do you know anyone that's ever sold feet pics or any of that stuff? I do know a girl who made an
1: OnlyFans just for her feet. Does she have amazing feet?
0: They were very cute feet. I have really uh, because because I was like, I was curious about the economics of like how much you can sell each thing, but like I have really ugly feet. Like I have like struggling toes. Like they all separated from each other. They all don't speak to each other. They're in a fight. Like them follow each other on Instagram. They hate each other. None of none of them touch. So I was like, would that cost, would someone want to pay more for my to see a picture of my feet or less?
1: Oh, because they're like a little fucked up. Ugly. Yeah. I little- mean, I know that they a lot of times they don't necessarily want clean manicure I've had guys be like I want them to be disgusting dirty like you haven't showered type of thing so maybe your feet would fucking kill it on only fans
0: well if this doesn't work out for me daddy issues maybe that is what I'm gonna do I, maybe I will too because together a combo <laughs> we should do like, to- what? it could be like lesbian foot feet yeah <laughs> we our feet together we can sell or use socks and like use shoes.
1: Yes. That, I mean, yes. I had a guy ask for the shoes specifically and I almost. Uh, How much did he offer? Only $500. That's a lot. I mean, they were forever 21 flats that were like $17.
0: That's a lot. You didn't do it? No. She's like, no. And then like, she actually did. <laughs> Waving her on
1: her i swear i did not do it but i mean now no i don't need 500
0: to sell shoes you yeah know. but yeah. i eventually i don't know we'll have to see now i'm thinking of my only fans for feet it's like you may not be perfect but neither are my feet <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> like own your body girls and also own your feet I think I don't know. I don't know what type of feet they look for, honestly, but I kind of want to bring on like an expert.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually going to, I think I'm going to bring on this girl on my channel that has, that does that. She's a dominat- domin- dominatrix and mm-hmm. she also sells feet pics and socks and shoes and stuff. Oh my God. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I think that's really
1: cool. and Good for her. Okay. So moving on. Wait, here's my feet, but they don't look that bad. Right. They look- now oh my god they look amazing well my mine mine the only issue is the pinky toe let me see it I don't even know if there's like a toenail on there
0: okay this is I barely have a toenail on my
1: foot your feet look nice yeah (laughs) okay I apologize we're good now
0: okay so moving on from Jay and all that stuff. Um, I do want to talk to you about friendship breakups. Okay. It's more painful. Um, relationship breakup or a friendship breakup?
2: Ooh.
0: Um,
1: you know, I, I have only had one friendship breakup in my entire life. That was the one that was very, very public. That was the one for my old show call, Her Daddy. Uh, which, by the way, listen to Sophia the F. It's way better. Yeah. Um, that's the only one I've ever experienced. And I think it was so different than a common friendship breakup. So I want to say a relationship breakup, if I'm going to be completely honest, just because I don't really know how a friendship breakup really feels. And you know what, part of the reason why is I realized later that this person was never my friend.
0: Yeah. But isn't that what makes it so painful?
1: Um, no, I think it makes it more painful if you and someone else, you know, the love was real and the connection was real. And then, you know, you had to break up for whatever reason. When I found out None of that was real and it was all in my head. It was more like self-reflection like why did you allow that to happen? You know what I mean? And really feel like an idiot. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that must have been hard. That is actually really interesting because um I did like a whole episode on friendship breakups like forever ago. I may do it again again. Um but I was writing about how like friendship breakups can actually be more painful because no one discusses it or really normalizes it, unlike couple breakups because you see it on TV. There's love songs about it about and it. for oh, heartbreak, right. but for friendship breakups, like there's no songs about it normally. So then you're supposed to then just go through it and then to just get over it,
1: and uh, because- it's supposed to just feel like a normal thing. Like yeah.
0: Exactly. And because there's no sexual intimacy between you and your friend normally, it it doesn't make sense for you to have like supposedly like this whole heartbreak and all that, you know, with a man or your partner or woman like you shared like love. You were intimate and all that. Now you have to get over it with a friend. It's kind of like you almost feel embarrassed because you didn't discuss boundaries. The breakup happened and it got weird. And then like no one because no one also actually breaks up. It's not like we shouldn't be together anymore with a friend.
1: Right. And also... and you know what? You're bringing up such a good point. I think that even in friendships, you're kind of supposed to pretend like, I, I feel like a lot of times people in friendships, they never want to announce, I love you. You are my best and closest friend. Like it's an awkward thing for some reason.
0: Exactly. Because you haven't discussed boundaries. You haven't discussed, because a lot of times also friendships happen with the, uh, um the break quote unquote breakups is because boundaries were never discussed so then like let's say i'm calling you every day i need your advice but my friendship with you means that i talk to you every couple of days because i'm busy with other shit but you were expecting me to call you every day or like you and alex you had expectations like she wouldn't fuck you over and she didn't know that was like part of the friendship (laughs) contract just kidding but you know i mean i think that was like a
1: i think i was you know completely just used as a vessel to get famous Well, and it it sounds like I'm giving myself like so much, you know, not clout, but like that's exactly what it was. She saw me. She thought I was funny. She thought we had good chemistry. And uh, I confused that with a friendship. And it was really just a business ploy, like on her end.
0: Yeah, no, I don't like whatever you're saying. First of all, like everyone is entitled to their truth everyone has their own truth so there's no really such thing as somebody being wrong so obviously she had her truth and you had your truth but at the end of the day like a friendship breakup like any type of breakup or parting ways is still painful and i think for both sides and Mm -hmm. i think the part that it it was so public does suck and Mm -hmm. i i think it's also unfortunate that like the way you're talking about so casually i almost kind of feel bad for you a little because you because it's like it feels like you have no choice but to make it so casual and then you have no choice but to be like, oh, I don't mean to, to sound like this because it's cloud, blah, blah. It, to me, it just sounds like, fuck, did you, like, you, this person needs to deal with their emotional, like, that is painful. Like, that is a big deal. That you, somebody that right. you was your friend that yes. you loved, and then you realize that person didn't actually give a fuck about me. That is actually very painful. That sucks. Yeah, it
1: does. And I mean, that's a really good point that you bring up that I'm being so casual about it. I think that, Maybe I'm just still angry and I haven't like hit the point where it makes me sad, you know, because it can go in different stages. But I think I I mean, I guess I think that would be what it is.
0: I think I think so. I think it's like, again, because we haven't normalized the whole friendship breakups and all that stuff, because it's more normal with couple breakups. It's kind of in your brain. You're forced to kind of continue move on. And plus, it's our inner child. So the minute we get hurt, we protect ourselves. So whatever, like for me, the minute someone hurts me, I will completely just shut down and they will just stop existing in my world. And it takes me forever to finally deal with my own emotions. Cause it's like my inner child is protect. I'm trying to protect my inner child by doing something that's a little toxic without realizing instead of like owning up to my emotions, like fuck, that was so painful. Cause you don't wanna, it's hard to understand why a friend can hurt you so much. It's it's understandable when like, My partner and I didn't work out because they did this, this, and this. It was expected that they would treat me this way and they didn't. And I'm disappointed and I'm hurt. But with a friend, you're like, wait, what just happened?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I'm trying to, you know, be respectful. I think that for me, I thought about it so much. I talked to my therapist for months and months and months about it and I just realize that there are certain people that are a certain way, and I'm not making sense because I like don't want to say the word because obviously, like I have no right to you know give someone a a title or a label. Um, but I just think you know if you come to the conclusion that someone is a bad person. It's easier to get over it that way. And sometimes breakups are not that. And sometimes the friend was a good person. And sometimes, you know, your boyfriend was a good person. In this instance, I don't, I don't think so. And that's my, just my personal opinion. But I think that kind of made it easier for me to just move on. I mean, not move on because I still haven't moved on.
0: I get what you're saying. I, a while back, I... I was experiencing a um, friendship breakup. It was obviously way more on the DL than yeah, <laughs> what yeah. you were going through. And I can't even imagine, but I was really hurt by something that happened because this person that like, I went for bat for, like to bat for, and I wanted the best. Like suddenly I found out they were kind of trashing me behind my back of something that was really important to me. And then when I called them out and I said, I think it's best for now if we take up space, like they even went even more crazy on me. And they were like, one day I'm going to come after you and I'm going to call you out. Cause they were so scared that I was going to call them out for what they did. And I was like, dude, like, I still love you. Like I would never do that to you. Like, right. I sw- I'm like, this is between us. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm being honest with you. Like I'm hurting right now that we have to right. part ways. Like this really hurt me. How do you not understand that? And instead the person was so defensive. And they were like, yeah, girl. And nobody give a fuck about you right now. Like enough, something like that. Cause they were upset. That was their way of reacting. And that like right. broke my heart and then I just completely shut down and I just never brought it up again. And then uh, like a month or two later, I would sometimes look over their stuff and I would miss them. And my friends had to be like, V, stop. You have this yeah. thing because they, they seem like they weren't doing so well mentally. And I and I just feel like hurt, only hurt people hurt people. So that's why when they were so mean to me, like I knew I'm like they they have to be struggling inside. But my friends were like, V, you have to stop trying to save everyone. Like this person yeah. hurt you. And you're sitting there trying to figure out how to come back and help them. Like Sometimes there's just,
1: you know, there's people that make mistakes. And then there are just people that inherently are not good people. I like really believe that. Um, But I I totally get what you're saying about, you know, you see stuff and you miss them. Like, of course, I've had that. But I mean, back to your question. uh, I've only had one friendship breakup. So... I would want to say a relationship breakup, but I don't think, you know, I've had enough experiences to know. Have you had like multiple friendship breakups?
0: Um, I mean, I am a very confrontational person. I think for me, it's always been more painful to relationship breakup, but that's because I have daddy issues. So I my whole life and you do too. So my whole uh-huh. life, I always yearn for that. I always saw like your friends come and go. And that one love you have with your partner, like that's the person that's going to love you and take care right. of you. And then every time yeah. they would leave, I would be heartbroken because I'm like. Abandonment issues. Yes. But yeah. now that I've grown older and I started to appreciate my friendships more, my friendships mean the world to me. Like I, like, there's been some moments last year and this year that I would not have survived without my friends and like people that yeah. I don't care about. And I've talked about it in another podcast in one of my other episodes, I think my soul episodes about like, you spend so much time thinking that like people don't love you until one day you're like, wait, everyone is trying to love me. Like I'm just not accepting right. that love because I'm like so busy searching from that one partner and everyone else is loving me so much. I just, I don't know what it feels like. And that's why I don't even understand that they're loving me.
1: Right. Yes. That like completely makes sense. You cause I mean, we've romanticized the man and the woman and that's the only that's the epitome of love it's not necessarily it's really really not
0: no you need your family and you need like you need your friends like you yeah i i'm so independent that i'm just like oh i'm just on my own and then the love of my life will come in but it's like no right. you need your friends they're gonna help you survive so many bad moments and like that that is love like i love my close friends right now like i would do anything for and i can finally understand what like real love is with my friends
1: yeah You know what? I feel the same way. I think a lot of that comes with getting older and the people you you just friends have a different meaning and they hold a different weight. I think, as you get older.
0: Yeah, you need them. You need friends. And I think that once you get that love from other people, from your friends, from your family and from yourself, I think you... That's when you stop searching for it from the other man. And then you stop romanticizing him and the, your situation. And then it's easier to really see them for who they are versus being like, oh, that person can save me. So yep. like, now I don't look for anyone to save me because like I've saved myself and m- with my friend's help as well. Right. Yeah.
1: It's the friends and the f- it's you doing it by yourself at first. And then the friends in the family like are they help make that happen? I totally agree.
0: So do you see then yourself, you ever forgiving Alex? or you and Alex ever starting a fresh start or like, no?
1: Mm-mm. I mean, I've never been asked that question. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure.
0: Like, would you ever want to sit down, have a conversation with her and explain to her what how something made you feel?
1: I don't think so. I think, you know... With, a lo- with every other relationship I have, whether it's friendship or whether it was a romantic relationship, I could. Uh, I think this specific one, I just wouldn't see a need, to be honest.
0: Well, honestly, to me, the way you're talking, even though you're talking very stern, it sounds like I, it sounds to me like it really hurt you. And it's OK to admit that. And, and mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's OK to not forgive people. they really hurt you and I think also in my no I I think
1: but I think I've forgiven I just there's we never have to talk again you
0: know what I I mean yeah no exactly and I think sometimes it's good for like things like this to happen because it helps you then grow and understand like in my opinion hopefully Alex what she can take away from it is that like she if she did care about your friendship and knowing that you will never you will never, you never want to explore that friendship again. Like hopefully for her, it will help her grow as a person to know that to the next person, she won't be able to do that. Because knowing that you will never like um, mm-hmm. go back to her because of it. Like, I think right. that's good. Like I remember a, long, a while, like long time ago when I was younger, I said really fucked up things to this guy that I was dating. And I remember, and I, again, I'm comparing a relationship to a friendship, but right. it's the fucking same thing in my opinion. So this guy that I was dating, we were about to end it. And I said like, fucked up things because i was just being my a drunk person when i was younger i was just saying mean things and i said some hurtful things and he literally said no one has ever spoken to me like that don't ever speak to me again the next day he changed his number he tweeted saying how can i block somebody on this new phone like it was so embarrassing to me and then for two years every time i saw him anywhere he would see me he would turn around walk the other way and it made me feel like the worst person in the world every single time I had to be around him. But you know what? It taught me a lesson. Mm-hmm. Like he taught me that I to never do that again and to like look inward.
1: Yeah, exactly. But like, do you do you think there are just some people that don't even have the capacity to feel bad?
0: I think so. I think you know. And if anything, I feel sorry for those people. And I think that's the easiest way to let go of someone that hurt you is that instead of putting them on this like pedestal, like they're so evil and all that, you're just like, wow, you are so empty inside and you will never, you will never get to experience real love because you have no idea how to love other people. Like I feel sorry for you. So I want to continue to grow as a person. So for me, I took that experience and I learned from it. Do I think everyone's like that in life where they they're like, oh, let me see what I did wrong. No. But I feel mm-hmm. sorry for those people because they will never get to experience like real love, real happiness, real friendships. It sucks.
1: Yep. I totally agree. I totally agree with that.
0: I'm so passionate when I talk. I'm like just like
1: Whoa. It's amazing. I love it. We're like, we're we're both. I mean, I was about to say all over the place. We're not. We're just like, we could just talk for seven hours straight.
0: I know. I kinda I I love that. And I feel like we're really bonded over this. Like, thank you for sharing everything that you just did about. Even if you you. think you were holding back, like I could feel your emotions. And so, like, I thank you for sharing all that. Of
1: course. Yeah, I it's it's still very new and I'm still figuring out how to navigate it. So but thank you. Thank you for being sensitive about
0: it. Of course. Um, Is there anything that you feel like I didn't ask you? No.
1: I think that was amazing. I think we should collab again. 100%. I think we should
0: 100% collab again. Yes. Okay, so where can people find you?
1: Um, it's Sophia with an F, like the name of my podcast. And my last name is Franklin with a Y. Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, YouTube, hopefully soon. Um, and everywhere you can listen to podcasts, you'll find Sophia with an F.
0: Okay. Sounds good. So thank you so much for coming on my podcast. Don't forget to also listen to Sophia's episode. I am on it today as well. And we talk about a bunch of other shit on there too. Mm -hmm. And let us know, like DM her if you have any questions and let us know if you enjoyed this collab and if you want us to do it again.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Of course. Thanks for coming on. Bye
1: guys. Bye. Bye.